Hey everyone, thanks for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This is your host, JT, and today I'm joined by Charity Kane. So thanks for joining us today, Charity. Hi, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm really excited to have you on the show. Um, like I mentioned prior to the recording, you know, anyone who goes through Reality of Wrestling or, you know, Ember Moon's Dojo, I'm always excited to have them on the show. You are the second wrestler that I've had on the show that's gone through the Ember Moon's Dojo yeah. that I know of, at least. And yeah. uh, I'm definitely excited to talk about that and your experience, you know, training with her. So, um. So right now, you have not had any, like, you know, an official match. Is that correct? No. So, so right now, uh, it's just kind of been training and practicing with matches and stuff. So, so nothing official as of yet. But, of course, I can always say stay tuned because you never know what's going to happen soon. <laughs> it, exactly. And that's, like, the one cool thing about this. Since you're, you know, fresh in the training, like, everything is in your mind about everything you're going mm -hmm. through and kind of, like, learning about the business. And also, I, I think it's always cool getting, you know, learning about the aspect of, you know, everything while it's fresh in your head versus, you know, talking to a wrestler that did it five plus years ago and, you know, <laughs> yeah. their memory might be a little blurry and stuff like that. So in general, um, what, you know, inspired you to become a professional wrestler? Uh, so I was usually just kind of like a casual wrestling fan. Um, I, I started watching wrestling because of my older brother. Um, so when he got into wrestling, I was trying to be his friend and be cool like him. So I decided to watch wrestling as well with him. And, and then the next thing you know, I turned on the TV. He turned on the TV one time and it was China. And I saw China there. Uh, this is when she wasn't even talking or doing any promos. She was just kind of silent. Also, work, also, I think she was being a manager to Triple H when he was in his, uh, his previous gimmick of the kind of the regalness and the, you know, uh, that kind of, character and stuff and she was just coming down the ramp and she was quiet and muscly and all these stuff and I was like oh who is she because she looks so much different than than the other girls and um finally what finally made me truly be like okay I want your watch when I finally watch jazz um turn on the tv as well and here comes jazz I mean powerhouse she looked like everyone around me. Like, it, I just connected straight to her. So um, I would say, yeah, that's what inspired this whole journey. So that being said, you saw Jazz on TV. You became a fan of her, you know, based off of seeing her, you know, on the television. Yeah. How does it feel to actually get the opportunity to not just meet her, but train with her? It's honestly surreal. Uh, the first time I met her was at, um, I was going there to help out. And um, I just remember seeing her and I was just like, oh my God, I have to talk to her. I have to shake her hand. Something, you know, but I was like, I don't want to, you know, come off too strong. So I'm just going to, you know, if the time is right, the time is going to be right. So this kind of, kind of baited my time, I guess. And um it was actually me and Danny and uh, finally, you know, we got a chance and it was natural. We got a chance like, hi, how are you doing? And it felt like my whole body was shaking <laughs> because I had just pretty much for my whole life just looked up to her. And now, you know, I'm actually seeing her and able to talk to her. And from there, she gave, my, she gave me her phone number and was like, if you ever want to come down for something, you know, just go ahead and let me know. And just what happened that she was also holding a seminar like about two weeks 
afterwards or like a month afterwards and I went to the her seminar and it was her and Rodney Mack and that was a whole different vibe that I was used to I mean everything about her was so methodical everything about her was aggressive um, so just kind of learning that style of wrestling as well um, because uh, of course, my school is reality of wrestling. So, so coming to also Dog Pound and seeing how how they use their aggression in matches and how and how they think of their opponents as they're coming down the ring and what their mindset is like and and how the and how they execute maneuvers in a certain way to be able to get over and it's 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 a whole different ball game. I mean, it's they are. It, it was just amazing to train with her. Yes. I can only imagine, like, that's like, because when I was growing up, I wanted to be a baseball player. I guess you know, cause that, that's equivalent if I got the opportunity to train with, like, Derek Jeter or something like that. Like, that would be, like, the coolest thing in the world. Like, that was my hero watching that's the TV. Stuff, like, yeah, I could just, I could just only imagine how that feels because you're not just meeting them, you're working with them, you're doing what you're both passionate about together. Like, that must be, like, so yeah. dope. And um, so yeah. you've uh, trained at a few different schools. You so you tra trained at Reality Wrestling, the Dog Pound, and then also um, I think it's called Athena, not Ember Moon, but Athena's Dojo. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yes, it's. I want to say yes, but I don't want to you know, mistake it. But she does have a dojo. It's in Dallas, uh, and um, I trained with her. She is so nice, so amazing. Uh, so humble. And then when she turns on the coach gear, it's like, we're down to business, girls. Like, let, let's get this down. We are going to be pretty much left, right, left. Like, it, it is down to business. There's no, you know, we're all happy and we're, you know, we're laughing, but it is business time. And, you know, she, she pretty much kind of whipped me in the gear when I went to her school. It, it, it was, yeah, she, she's down. She knows so much. She's so so knowledgeable. Amber Moon is is awesome. <laughs> she really is awesome. She is because like the, the thing with Ember is you know she um she trained under Booker T. She was in the Indies for a while, and then of course her being in NXT and WWE, she has a lot of knowledge. And only being mm -hmm. she's in her early thirties, and she's you know done a lot, and that's you know being able to do as much as she has done, you know that you know allows her to you know really soak in and absorb a lot, and then be able to pass it on to other people. And I've heard yes. the same thing with yeah. Annie, like when. You know how she's like a really down to earth, cool person, but once when you're in training mode, you know she flips the switch and she's like, "Let's do it, let's do it," you know. So, and, that, and that's what you need to, you know, do when it comes to wrestling. Like you can't necessarily kind of like take it easy because wrestling's an extremely hard business to get into. It's very competitive. Um, I never knew for the longest time because I was, you know, a straight WWE head. I didn't know it, wrestling outside of WWE at all. And then I find that there's promotions everywhere wrestlers all over the world it's it's just crazy and it's you know very competitive sport and you have to be you know really hard work and really dedicated it's not something you could really do like part-time if you really you know no. to the top yeah no wrestling has to be your uh it has to be your main pretty much folks aside from of course your real job if you have that and stuff like that in your family and stuff. but you know if, if you're thinking of making wrestling like a side hobby it's it's really impossible to do that. Um, it has to be your main. It has to be your main focus. It has to be your main drive. You have to be able to see opportunities and also take them because they won't be given to you often. So you have to be extremely uh, 
kind of focused on wrestling to be able to see the opportunities to take them. And if you make it like a, a side gig or like a side hobby per se, um, it's, it's, it's hard. It's, 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 it honestly will be hard. Yeah, absolutely, because I just, I know there's a lot of time you have to put in when it comes to being in shape, a lot of training. You can't really just train here and there, you know, because I know your body, uh, you, you it won't accept the bumps too well if you're kind of not doing it, you know, regularly, because I know yeah. you need to build the callus and stuff like that. So, mm -hmm. so far, um, what has been your biggest challenge since you started training? Everything. Everything. <laughs> no, no, no. Um my biggest challenge I would say would be it would be more so uh having have trying to be my number one fan it would be my big would be one of the biggest challenges anyway um because you know you have friends of course and you have your trainers but you know sometimes you're so focused on all the critiques you're getting. You're so focused on the fact that, that this thing you did wrong, then the next thing you did wrong, the next thing you did wrong, that you tend to just continuously kind of beat yourself up. And if you're not there to be your own number one fan, you're gonna kind of go through wrestling just being extremely sad, or at least training anyway, being extremely sad, extremely frustrated, because you're only gonna be hearing the critiques the time that you're getting. But if you're able to, you know, uh, kind of give yourself some positives then then you're able to make uh this whole journey fun um that I was probably one of my issues was just kind of being one kind of being my own biggest fan and uh telling myself that I am doing well telling myself that you know I am awesome and I am talented and and all these other things so that I'm not so bogged down on you know the, the thing I messed up at training or the thing I I did wrong per se and stuff like that. So I would say that's probably one of my biggest challenges, one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Cause you definitely, any kind of profession, you have to be positive and, you know, keep your head up. And because if you're just constantly on the negative side, you're going to bring, you know, you're going to bring yourself down and you're going to take mm -hmm. your motivation and everything like that. So that being said, I know like the wrestling part is very challenging, but what about like, you're you know working on a character because you know characters especially like if your goal is like to get to like wwe like having a character is extremely important you know promo skills and all that so is that something that you've also been kind of working on and kind of tell me about like the challenges of that i i uh i've been i've been training for two years now um it'll be two years in march that i've been uh training to be a pro wrestler and um Character work is probably uh, something that has been uh, at the forefront. Because when I first started uh, training, I was not, I was so focused on, okay, I have to learn the moves. I have to learn the moves. I have to learn the moves. And then after the moves were learned, it was like, okay, what are you going to kind of present yourself as? You can't just learn the move and that's it. You know, like, how do you, how does your character do that move? Uh, how does your character react to this certain kind of situation? So character work has been, um, fun and difficult it's been it's been kind of one of those kind of bumpy rides where i i'm experimenting because i'm because of who my inspiration in wrestling is and just my background in in powerlifting and stuff like that i tend to be more aggressive already um so and of course jazz being my inspiration so some of my uh my character work is is 
kind of revolved around the strength and aggression part of it, but also trying to find out what else is she? Who else is also Charity Kane? Um, is she aggressive and what else is she? So it's, it's, it's honestly been a fun ride trying to figure out who else she is, aside from just someone who wants to walk into the ring and kind of whip you around like a rag doll. Who else is she? <laughs> you know, is she fun? Is she smiley? Is she, you know, kind of what else is she with the aggression and stuff like that? So it's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been scary. <laughs> um, it's been hard, but yeah, it's, it, it's a big part of training that sometimes people tend to kind of forget because they're so focused on, I have to learn this move and I have to learn this move. Yeah, because I mean, you know, obviously learning the wrestling part is, you know, the most important part, but then if you <laughs> want people to be like interested in you, it's, you know, the characters all, you know, plays a big role in that as well. Um, yes. So that, you know, being said, like you had mentioned, like you're like the aggressive, you know, power lifting, you know, kind of, you know, style of wrestler. How was it like training, you know, with someone like Ember Moon? Because I'm assuming, because she's a high flying style kind of wrestler, and I'm assuming that's the kind of stuff she trains. So, like, tell me about like learning how to do that when you're kind of more of the, you know, the big, strong, third year round kind of person. It, it, it was, it was a, it was a needed uh, night for me. Um, because I, I, it, it became a thing where I had to realize that um, you have to be able to throw your aggression around in an appropriate manner. Um, you know, you have to be able to know who's in the ring with you and how to work them and um, also how to adjust as well. Because not everyone wants to be slammed down and also powerbombed and all this other stuff. Now, if, if, if the time calls for it in the story of the match, then that's different. But if you're just coming in there just so dangerously, just kind of dangerously aggressive and uh, kind of disregarding the safety of your opponent, then um, that's going to be a problem. So it was a much needed night for me um, because it was just um, kind of being able to clean up um, a lot of my uh, safety, try, kind of being able to clean up a lot of the, the non-aggressive part of me. And um, it, it was great. It was great. It was needed. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So um, I have to ask, too, um, so you trained under Jazz, um, Booker T, and Ember Moon. What was the most important thing that you've learned from each one of them? Oh, uh, at Reality of Wrestling, I would say uh, the most important thing, or at least one of the most important thing is just uh, TV. It's um, knowing when your character needs to have a moment to talk to the fans, to talk to the crowd, knowing when you need to stop and kind of let your opponent do what he needs to do or she needs to do. Um, it's just learning a lot about um, kind of what it means to work TV, um, I would say. And of course, Rated Wrestling gave me a lot of my foundation from the roles from learning the roles, from, 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 from learning the bumps, from learning how to tackle people. So just that foundation, of course, because I wouldn't be where I am now if I didn't go to reality of wrestling. Um, and then, of course, um, trying to shine me up in a TV fashion so I don't look um, a certain way and just kind of getting me ready for TV at Row. With Ember Moon, it was because um, before I went to jazz, um, well, so 
I had gone to Ember Moon before I went to jazz. So when I went to Ember Moon, it was a lot of the cleanup of the aggression. It was like knowing kind of when to place it, also when not to place it, um, trying to clean up a lot of my basics as well. Um, uh, psychology, even with the basics. Um, so that was awesome to learn from her as well. And also, also learning discipline from her. She's, she's very much turned into a whole different gear that if you're not paying attention to her, then the whole thing is going to be messed up. So you have to learn discipline. You have to learn some focus. That's something I got from her. With jazz, um, I learned how to um, then execute the aggression in an extremely methodical way. So not just being like, okay, I want to pick this girl up, but why do you want to pick her up? what can you do before you pick her up? Like, yeah, it's cool and all to be strong, but can you kind of think about what's coming before you pick her up and what's going to happen after you pick her up? Um, so uh, kind of learning all those things, like before you put someone in the move, can you have probably two or three things to do afterwards? Can you keep the flow going? And also when you keep the flow going, is it even making sense in the story of the match? Like, cause it's one thing to be aggressive and just be aggressive, but can you be aggressive and still, tell a story to me? Can you be aggressive and still um, keep the audience engaged? And it's not just you pounding down on some girl. Can you be methodical in your aggression? That's something I was able to learn from jazz and still am able to learn from jazz as well. And I think that's like really awesome that you've been able to learn from all three of them because they're all three fantastic wrestlers you know booker t and jazz are legends um ember moon future legend you know they they've done it all you know when it comes to being on tv working with so many different promotions like with booker t you know people for you know may forget that he was also with wcw and impact so he also whatever knowledge that he picked up from that <laughs> and then wwe and and like the really cool thing about booker too he was with a company that was really good and then failed so you kind of learn from you know their failures and kind of learn not you know what not to do because i know there was a lot of stuff like in the locker room that helped you know the destruction of wcw so you kind of learn from that and then you know um like i already talked about ember moon her you know time at the indies and you know nxt and all that and um you know jazz is a legend she's you know, still doing a lot. She's still wrestling. She's still, you know, training. She's with Mission Pro. She's like very active. And yeah, she is. I have been um, extremely kind of privileged and extremely fortunate to be able to be trained by greatness. I mean, Jazz, Ember Moon, to have Booker T even critique a training match that I had to be able to, and then of course Booker T has head trainers at his schools from Ryan Davidson to Gina Medina to um, even being trained by J.J. Blake, who's a Texas uh, legend in his own right. Um, so um, I, I have been extremely fortunate to be surrounded by greatness. <clears throat> Excuse me. From the moment I walked in the door, I was surrounded by greatness. It's, it's, I, I, I can't, I, I can't honestly kind of say it enough. Like Hyon had a girl's not the queen of Texas, Hyon. I mean, training me how to hit the ropes. It's, you can't honestly get better than my training. <laughs> and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I've been extremely, extremely fortunate enough to be in the presence of greatness and to learn from greatness. And um, I mean, just kind of the names I just dropped, it, it's all of them influencing me. It's, it's only something I can, I can just say thank you to and just telling the world to watch out for what all these, all, for what all these styles mean um, kind of when you see me in the ring. So, 
Yeah, I'm really excited to see everything like blended together and to see you in your first official match. So yeah. um, I also have to ask that you trained at the Dog Pound Dojo with Jazz. <laughs> yeah. was, did you get to work with Thunder Rosa at all, or was it just Jazz? No, it was just uh, Miss Jazz and Rodney Mack. Um, I was not able to uh, actually work with Thunder Rosa. I would love to. Um, it's something that I'm hoping to hopefully be able to do soon and just kind of work with her in any capacity, honestly, at this time. Um, I, I want to experience what she's giving to the younger generation coming under her. And um, I mean, she's, a, she's just amazing. Her energy is so intense. Like I, I just can't wait to, to be able to um, learn from her. It, yeah. But I, can't wait and like low key i feel like she is the biggest name never to work with wwe both men and women um she's a legend and when i had her on my show just how passionate she is about women's wrestling like it isn't about her it's about you know the women's wrestling as a whole and i feel like anyone who gets an opportunity to work with her is going to learn a lot whether it's like training or like in the ring in a match um you can only benefit from someone like that and i am she she should have definitely been higher on the pwi than what she was um but yeah i feel like part of that's just you know not being with wwe not having like that huge spotlight on you but lo, you know low-key she is you know definitely like one of the biggest names out there in wrestling you know and I, I'm really happy that she's still, like, kicking butt, you know, AEW, Mission Pro. She's she's doing two jobs in Mission Pro, so I think that's great as well. And I hopefully you get to work with her as well. And I would, you know, l l definitely like to see you in one of the Mission Pro wrestling shows in the future, too, because I know it's – in Texas, it's, it's there, you know. Yeah, it, it, I would love – I would love to – Miss Thunderosa, <laughs> I would love to uh, to to be able to be on her show. Um, I currently kind of help out there as well, um, so I'm not just kind of staying kind of staying away from her and then asking for a wrestling match. Um, so so I currently do help out there as well, um, and but I would love to I would love to work on her show and wrestle uh, pretty much for her and get trained get get some training insight from her as well. So. I, opportunities are endless in texas so i would love all the opportunities <laughs> i know it's like for the longest time i thought like you know the new york new jersey area was like a gold mine for wrestling but then i'm seeing all these schools and promotions in texas i'm jealous like i want to because i want to go visit and you know go to one of the you know the mission pro shows one day and all because it's just like it seems like there's so much wrestling in texas you know it's it's <laughs> insane texas is the best it is it, it's it's always been a dream since I was little to go visit there. And now that I'm really big into wrestling and I know about all the wrestling they got down there, it makes me want to go even more now. Yeah. So now for my next question I have for you. So this is a non-wrestling related question. So what about you are you passionate about that you would want people to know? It could be video games, some kind of, you know, Star Wars nerd, you know, stuff like that. Non-wrestling related? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I am really passionate about uh, everything about me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wouldn't that be self-centered? <laughs> A little me bit. Me passionate about me. <laughs> no, um, I'm passionate about um, 
pretty much mental health. Um, it, it, not to put my own business out there, but it does run in the family. And I'm passionate about people getting the help, the help that they honestly need. I'm passionate about, uh, so my folks who stutter, um, you, it doesn't matter how you say the word, doesn't matter how the word comes out, honey, it just matters about the content, okay? You are smart, you are intelligent, you are beautiful, it doesn't matter if you stutter or not. Um, as a speech therapist, I am extremely passionate about my folks who stutter, and um, it's, it's, aside from wrestling, I would, I would say those two things are big in my life. And of course, my weightlifting, uh, having to lift heavy, uh, making sure that folks are able to get in some kind of exercise. I'm not telling you to have to squat 300 pounds like me. I'm not asking you to do that, you know, but if, if, if you can't hit the weights, you can always walk outside in your neighborhood. You can always, you know, find a way to get in some kind of exercise and stuff. Yeah, there's, there's definitely a lot of ways to, you know, exercise, you know, even outside of, um, you know, the power lifting. I'm, I'm personally, like, I'm a cardio person. I love going for walks and stuff like that because it's also good for the mental. And, you know, that being said, you know, you mentioned, like, stuttering and, you know, the you know, um, you know, the depression and stuff like that. Um, that is something that I also like, I'm pretty passionate about too. Um, I do tend to stutter a lot. Um, that's one of my big things with this show. It, you know, it helps kind of open, you know, the doors for me to improve on, you know, kind of like conversations and all, cause I grew up being, you know, stuttering, social awkwardness and stuff like that. Like, so, like, I, I definitely feel you on that. That's definitely always been a big passion of mine is, you know, just to be nice to people because you never know yeah. what you're going through, you know. Yeah. So, final question that I have for you. Oh. We are now in the beginning of 2021. What are yes. your wrestling goals for this year? Um, my wrestling goals are just to keep on getting better. Um, it's I have so much drive and passion right now. Um, and I want to put all of that into just getting better. Um, and, you know, to the point where um, in the future, I, I can and will be a legend. And the only way to get to that status is to constantly, constantly get better and surround myself with greatness and learn from greatness. So my wrestling goal is to get better. Now, more specifically, it's, of course, to have, have my first professional match this year uh I, I want to show the world what two years of training looks like at reality of wrestling what two years of training um and kind of tapping into ember moon looks like what the two years of training combined with uh also learning from dog pound dojo what that looks like i want to show people what two years of training with greatness looks like um in the ring so 2021 is all about the, that first match and i'm excited about it me as well. I'm definitely hoping that um, you do get that first match sometime soon here in 2021. And hopefully I'm able to see it, you know, streaming live. Because one cool thing I tell everyone is now a lot of independent promotions are streaming, you know. So now you don't have to actually be there in person to see it. So I'm hoping I get the opportunity to see that. So that being said, you've been training for two years. Do you have a finisher? Do I have a finisher? I have. And when the match happens i will send you the link and i will let the whole world know what the finisher is 
Awesome. Yeah, that that's always like the biggest part of the match is the finisher. And I just I'm really excited to see what you have in stores. Like because you've like I said, you're a power lifter. Is it some kind of intense power bomb or you know, you train with Ember Moon? Are you jumping off the ropes doing, you know, something crazy? Like (laughs) Exactly. When you tune into my life, baby, you will find out. (laughs) And I will definitely be looking forward to that. So, uh, Charity, um, I just have to thank you so much for joining us today on O-Face Wrestling. This was a very fun interview, and it was really cool getting to learn, you know, a little bit about, you know, your your training with, you know, Jazz, Booker T, and Ember Moon, learning about, like, you know, yourself and just everything you've been going through with the training. I think that's really cool because I've never had anyone who's been through all of them, so I think that's really cool, like, hearing about how you've been adapting to all three different styles and everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Um, I appreciate you for even being interested in me. And I, I pretty much thank you for giving me a platform to uh, finally introduce the world to Charity Kane. And I'm excited about it. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. No problem at all. Yeah, that's kind of the thing here with O-Face. And that's one of my big goals for 2021 is to kind of start focusing on women who are newer to the business, who haven't had a platform to, you know, the share their story with yet, because um, those are the, you know, they're, they're the organic stories, you know, no one knows about you know, those stories. And I want, you know, to give you all an opportunity to share your stories and all. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you want to let everyone know where to find you on social media? Yes. My Instagram is at charity Kane underscore. My also, my Twitter is also at charity Kane underscore. And you can find me on Facebook at charity Kane because you guys need to follow me. All right. Make sure you all give a uh, charity a follow. I'll have all the links in the bio below. Also make sure you give us a sub on YouTube, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search O-Face Wrestling. Thank you all for tuning in.